Oh, we live. Y'all. We live. We live. That was a little fast. I'm not gonna lie. I, I saw the button click, click, like, <laughs> <laughs> like mid conversation. He just clicks button and like, oh. What's Celsius going on, is popped. Yeah, some ASMR for you folks. Yeah, Lucas, I was just about to say the same thing. <laughs> hey, folks, we're in it. Woo! This is episode nine of I'm Not Supposed to Be. Whoa! Wow, episode nine. Yes, I'm one of so your hosts. Soon. Trent, know, right? something, something here with yes. Christian, dox myself, Felix. Hey, <laughs> Lucas, Gustin, third and final host. Welcome, everybody. Woo! Welcome, and welcome. You get Episode the full nine. name. How's yeah. everybody doing today? Yeah, I'm, d- I'm doing okay. You know, had had a mission trying to get here, so we're not recording in our typical studio dungeon. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. I call it the studio dungeons, but new yeah. location. <laughs> new location dropped We've moved on the map. On up. <laughs> right, we're actually in the studio for today's topic of the episode. Where are we? Oh, sorry, I interjected. Where, where, where are we actually? By the way, I I'm just not took supposed train. to be here. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think we're in what, like, far Williamsburg, East I, Williamsburg, or I something. I think so. I, I know. I got off the stop and it was like Bushwick, and I saw. I'm like, okay, this is Bushwick area, right? <laughs> there we are. <laughs> I know people in Brooklyn are gonna take me out. They're gonna be like, oh my gosh, this illiterate kid. But I'm from the Bronx. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we don't party in warehouses, like. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like the rest of them. Like the rest of them. Shout you know, out to the Bronx. Shout out to the Bronx. Shout out but, to the Bronx. But also shout out to Brooklyn. You know, I've been I've actually been in this area a couple of times for uh for a couple of events. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I actually have a show here in a couple of days. Really? Yes. Close by or what? Yeah, like like right there. Before like, you go on vacay? Yeah. Sheesh. This dude's selling out shows and hopping on planes and <laughs> editing and oh, man. everything in between. We love to see it, young Selling Sage. out uh, shows. Selling out to our next episode. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> foreshadowing. Ah. I like what we have stuff playing out. There's, uh, there's, a, there's a few different contexts to, to selling out. Some yeah. good, some, uh, you know, yeah. not, I guess one could say, but. But anyways, yes, here we are. Uh, topic for today. Christian, let's hear yeah, it. Yeah, today's topic is photography. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I suppose really you could say we're through all three of us are photographers to some extent. Me probably being the lesser of the three, but still engaging fully with my iPhone 14 Pro Max. Hey, <laughs> shout out, you know, shout out to the I guess future. I did a little bit of videography back in the day. You did a lot of Does, I, I suppose that could correspond had, to that. Your episode. photos are yeah. iconic. I love I have a specific one. I have to I really which it, one? The one where you're jumping and um, you have the orange beanie on, and it has like oh, film grain on it. I, I love remember. that photo. Shout out to Roshan Jacob, Roshan Jacob on Instagram, incredible photographer. Yeah, took that photo. Uh, but wow, okay, very nice, very nice. I have it saved um, on my phone. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, love <laughs> to. I want to see this. Photo. I hope that's I my. I've seen I hope that's that maybe my like photo ID or something. But <laughs> um, then, uh, yeah. So I'm a. Uh, I'm gonna get shoot. James to pull up the photo. <laughs> Mr. Dean, hey, hey <laughs> please and thank you. Oh, he's not here today. Um, oh, no. uh, yeah, he he uh, must have missed it. We have to bring a printout. <laughs> but uh, oh, right, right. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, no, I would say uh, Trent, you're you're really uh, kind of uh, leading, the, blazing the trail on this on this EP here. If yeah, I, if I had to say so, I'd say yeah, you're probably the Christian. Most you're and then you're newer, so to speak, into photography, but yes. super out there. This I have kid put always in has a camera around his neck. <laughs> he does snapping He's photos, dedicated. dedicated. I love to see it. Twenty thousand yeah, photos on Lightroom and counting. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Excited. And imagine, I only really started taking pictures like last year really like, okay like october september not even and, and trent the seasoned veteran yeah. veteran in the game has the skills I've has the eye photography officially since like 2007 what what what, what, what defines officially what the, was oh the official definition well um, like yeah like what's like the line in the sand like okay now i'm starting photography I mean, really, for me, it was actually taking classes. I mean, I, I still considered myself a photographer beforehand, but I, that's when I, I, I started taking it mm. seriously. Let me see that. Yo, I don't know if I've ever seen that. <laughs> this is this is one of my favorite photos. I just love it. That's really? So I feel Why? like, you know what? I, maybe I, we could, like, I don't know, throw it in the script or something. Yo, maybe, maybe that could be the, uh, the episode. Uh, That'd be dope. That'd be dope. That'd yeah. be dope. The cover art for the episode. Um, But anyway, yeah, no, 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 no. I So I guess, yeah, let's get into my journey. Um, It started with, well, my original love was drawing. Yeah. And then I I think I've talked about it on past episodes where it was like I didn't want to sell that. Mm -hmm. And so kind of photography is sort of the compromise to where I feel like I can uh, sell my photos. But it all started, I used to work at a little company called Avis and Budget. Oh, and I don't remember that. I Is that the car rental? Yeah, the car rental. Oh, okay, place. never mind. Wait, how old were you when you were working there? <laughs> oh, wait, 2007? Oh, okay. Uh, that was before 2007. I was oh. like uh, early 20s, something okay. like that. Okay. Um, oh. I'm aging myself on this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, and I found like we would we would clean the cars after because it, it was at the it was at the airport, so people mm-hmm. would rent cars and then they would bring them back as they're flying out, and we would find uh, they would leave stuff behind, and yeah. obviously, you know, if they didn't come back for it, it was it was fair game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I found a digital camera, Whoa. and it wasn't even like, um, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even like a like an actual DSLR. Um, it was just a point and shoot. Oh, point and shoots are fine. Yeah, and and I just like I I I was the first to find it, so I was like, yo, it's mine. But I always like always when I hold on to an item, I always keep it and mm-hmm. don't actually claim it for a couple of days in case somebody comes back for yeah, it. And sure. then, you know, like, oh my God, look look what I found. No, back. Digital back. point and shoot. Yeah. So, but nobody <laughs> came back for it. I think there were some photos on it, but, you know, we delete the evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then I started playing around with that, and then I think I also got a cell phone at the time, too, so we were playing with the... Um, what cell phone are we talking here? This oh, my God. Flip, Flipster? Flip phone. Oh, yeah. man. I remember I having I a flip like phone. <laughs> like I, you said you never Tetris. had a flip phone. No, I had one. I had oh wow! One. Yeah, I used to have Tetris on it. The thing was fire. Which, <laughs> which, <laughs> which, which one was on it? Trent? Any uh, recollection? Uh, Nikon, Nokia, Nokia. Uh, you could throw Motorola, it perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I okay. know I was with Sprint back then. Okay, but it had uh, it was really small, and it had like <laughs> the uh, this little U shape on the front, and you can like change the colors out. It was really dope. Oh wow! But anyway, yeah, I was like constantly taking photos and then I was doing a bunch of me and my best friend David Ooms is actually his birthday today shouts out what? to him Happy huge shout out to, to David brother. Um, we were doing like all these like crazy photo montages and 
eventually was like, I really like this. And then it was when it was time to go back to school, I was like, all right, well, let's 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 fuck around with with photography. Let's see where it takes me. Whoa. It takes you everywhere. Yeah. So wait, so you kind you of everywhere. built that initial foundation of collages and and so forth off of this digital one that you found yeah. in the car. Wow. Do you still have it? I don't. <sighs> I don't know what happened oh, to man. that thing. I had it for the longest. You left it in a car too. and somebody found it. <laughs> <laughs> now some other kid is uh, building his uh, his photography career. Right. That's no, super um, sick. Yeah, and it's funny though because I was thinking about inspirations and inspiration for like visual art for me has never actually come from visual art well in the beginning anyway yeah. like it was always from like music or if it was visual it was from like comic book artists and things like that um and then i didn't actually start delving into different photographers till i went in school went into mm. school you know? so did you have like peripheral knowledge of like the game and kind of how it operated, or were you just like literally in your own universe I had of no knowledge? Like I was in my own universe. I was okay. like, "Yo, this looks and feels dope, so I'm gonna do it." Right. And that was just the the vibe. It's nice. the it's the experimentation because there's so many different ways to take a photo in terms of framing, in terms of like coloring, in terms of it's it's, it's really like it's a all like it. It's an all-consuming hobby. I'm not gonna lie; like it's been taking Absolutely. me out of, out of life a couple times. <laughs> so what? What was? Uh, what? What were like your? I guess kind of views at the time around photography. Were you like? Was it just like, oh, like this looks cool, or like take a photo of like family or like friends, or I wanted. Was to take there a like photo of everything? I mean, who was? Were there even like hip hop photographers back then, or like there were, anybody that you were few. like kind of taking notes on or anything? Or mm, no, I was just I was just doing my thing. rip it and rip it, huh? Yeah, like there we, we go. Were, yo, that the, my early twenties, they were crazy. Like we were. Um, do these it, archives still exist? Uh, they yeah. exist somewhere. I think okay. I have a I have a bunch of stuff in my photo bucket account. Which yeah, I can't oh, wow. remember the password. Oh, to, but I can I can I think I can I can recover it. There I don't even a, know what photo bucket is. Can you explain that? <laughs> photo bucket is That's a, a file sharing website. It was a, it's a very old file sharing. Website. I guess they just didn't survive the the times really. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're still up. Or like up? like not relevant really. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. so many exist now, and there's like so much. So probably so many better deals. And don't cornering the market. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> what about Christian? I mean, you grew up in a in a different age, you know, yeah. so to yes. speak, like coming up. So where what was your kind of initial spark into it? Would you, would you so say? um shout out Jules from the X. He was like, I need visuals from We my need to get Jules from the X. He's on. gonna Jules, come if on you're listening, man. You're you're a hot topic around these parts. Man. So <laughs> yeah, Jules, secretly that Canon M fifty that I carry around my neck all the time, that's not my camera. Oh wow. That's his camera. Dang. Yeah. So similar to um what's it called? Similar to mm-hmm. how uh you guys started or how you started trying uh somebody was just like I started with taking pictures on my phone. So right now I'm engaging in like a challenge for myself. Um, to mm. post a photo every day on Instagram with the music oh, nice. and story and everything, Trent, and try to just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, fo- a photo every day, day so project, it's a it's yeah. a it's a challenge, but it's tiring, but it's good. But um, that Canon M50, he uh, he was like, I need visuals for my video. I need you to get good at uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like he's like you take fire photos on your phone, but the resolution does not hold up on a computer. You also so, naturally wear many hats, Christian. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> <But> <laughs> just lit up, y'all. But <laughs> which is true. Which is so true if you know Christian. But 
Yeah, I do. I do a lot of different things. Like I just love. I just love doing a lot of different things. Like just being at like a hundred and one all the time. Just absolutely, man. But so yeah. so Jules said, "Get on it." Yeah. So he gave me the Canon M50 to use for a couple times, and then uh, I just he was just like, "Shoot whatever you want," and then he gave me the SD card reader, and he was just like, "Hey, I'm not gonna be able to transport all your photos to my desktop. Do you?" And I mm-hmm. I just was like. It just became like an addiction. I was just like, somebody gave me something so monumental. And I was, I had just like, I don't know. I had this, like this love for it. And I was just like, this is the framing. And I, I used to always watch like video essays of how they did the framing, how mm-hmm. they always did, um, how visual language and movies and film and how that mm-hmm. operates, color grading and everything from film composition to, uh, cinematic portraiture to the history of photography um i actually read a whole book on like the i wish i brought it with me today but um i read i went to barnes and nobles bought a book to read like the mm. history of photography i'm gonna pull up the is that the, the one author. our co-worker got for you yeah no? yeah okay. that was the one that co-worker nice. got for me yeah, yeah so um we went to barnes and nobles after work and i was like i was like man i really don't want anything for christmas and they were like you sure and I was just like, you know, if I were to get anything, I would get this photography book. And they surprised me. And I was like, ah. And then I got them Ta-da. something returned. Uh, shout out to them. Um, I don't shout know if they want to be shouted out. Side on the note, are you, a, are you a big uh, gift receiving guy on Christmas? Because I'm not. <laughs> like post 12, I, I, I didn't really get gifts. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I do, but it's yeah. like socks and, you know. I do love my socks. I do love my socks. Literally, it's grown up people's shit, man. I love, I love socks. I'm not going to lie. Like oh, socks. my God. They're the best. Yeah. You give me a pair of underwear. I don't what? mean to be redu- <laughs> reductive. You're on your way to be an adult, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? You enjoy the socks. Give me the oh, man. I can't. Socks up good for you. I can't so, wait till somebody gives me like a power drill and I'm like, yes. Yeah. Oh, dude. Give me a power drill. Shit. <laughs> See, like you reached the age. I just hung up some shelves. Like, dude. Yeah. You don't need it till you need it. That's what I'll say. But um, so, so I mean, again, growing up in a, in a different age, so to speak, different kind of. Uh, resources and like things at your immediate disposal i feel like and also being very involved in like uh you know music also like having a a heavy interest in film and whatnot did you have any like peripheral knowledge of like of photographers uh, of your uh interest um prior to hopping in prior to hopping in i have seen like videos like richard moss um He's one that I look up to in terms of just doing something very surrealistic while painting like an actual documentarian portraiture and everything. Mm-hmm. But like, if you know me, I look like at the philosophy and ethics of everything. So like, it's I true. love the ethics, ethics true, yeah. of um, photography and what it means to like capture someone's essence in a photo that could be like monetized and what that does to a person, mm-hmm. like whether it be like a celebrity or whether that be just like your family and everything and what it, what it means in the grander scheme of like existence. Because uh, if you think about it, like photography hasn't been around as a medium for as long um, as a lot of other things. Like painting was the thing beforehand. And photography had like a profound effect on like painting because mm-hmm. people were like, oh, I don't have to sit for hours. I can just point and click. And uh, similar to like, I don't know, AI. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to AI episode. Um, yeah, too, similar, to, similar to that, people were looked at it and were like, oh my gosh, this is going to take over people's jobs or something. But it led to some of like the most impressive like mediums and forms of art that we've ever yeah, seen kind of carved out his own lane mm-hmm. um it's also 
important to note that when photography first came around, it wasn't actually respected as an art form. Yeah. It was more used as documentation as opposed to, mm, yes, you know, this is the new art. It was like, yo, this is what we use to archive art. Yeah. And um, certainly funny thing. Um, we can't say executive producer, but, you know, quotations. Uh, uh, we were in the Edward Hopper exhibit and a lot hey. of his um, in film um, film language, a lot of his paintings and everything um, are parodied or um, placed within movies mm-hmm. and everything. And we're uh, looking at that when we were starting the exhibit. But yeah, um, photography informs a lot of uh, a lot of art um, in terms of how we, you know, a lot of we're visual creatures naturally. So mm-hmm. we just need to like have some type of visual and just you know some visual audio. That's how we relate to the world, like touching. Right. And tasting and stuff, that's, like, something that's in close proximity. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. If your predator is, like, fighting you, like, <laughs> an old, <laughs> like if you're running on the savannah, like, you're not going to taste them from deep. <laughs> not so much. He's going to taste you. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. So, I mean, from, from I guess, that, that initial spark then, what, uh, what have you been on lately with it? Oh, lately? Or, um, like, has, like, from the point A, have you, like... Uh, I guess, like, changed your perspective on it, given, I mean, you're still super new into it. Yeah, very... Have you, like... Very new altered? into it, but um, it's just... um, I feel like with um with any art, um, I've been learning this a lot lately with making, like, more mixed media and trying to find, mm-hmm. like, the common thread between the two. When, um, when you make something, all that stuff, like, really translates into how you view mm-hmm. um, yourself. Mm-hmm. And, like, the way that your relationship with yourself as well as the person that you like you're photographing like mm-hmm. i could take a photograph of one person and it'll be like all right this is like a good photograph it's good composition and people won't tell the difference but then like some photographs i'm just like you know i could have like the essence of a person like That's in there and it's just like and it's just like the way i was feeling like if you like a funny feeling a funny example is like if somebody takes like a picture drunk <laughs> mm-hmm. and you have like all those blurred effects and like can't get the <laughs> angles right. right, like that type of like euphoric feeling sometimes, like especially when you like a person, like sometimes I take in like a picture of a person like I was dating at the time and I was just like, wow, the pic, the way that the picture oh, came kn- out. We know the flick he's talking yeah, about. The way, here. Yeah, that's one. And then I'll, I have another one that I took recently. I was like, wow. You know, that that's interesting because... Um, I mean, how, how you said that basically the photographer in the subject, whether it be a person or an inanimate object, kind of reflects the personality of the photographer. Yeah. And I think that's interesting because I would say my uh, kind of niche into like photography is like, it's just photographing really weird, like off, yeah, like, just very off goofy the ball shit. Yeah. Like stuff that uh, is just odd or kind of sticks out or like, yeah. Uh, perhaps isn't supposed to be there. Yeah. Um, and I, I would say, yeah, that I guess that uh, perhaps subconsciously uh, reflects maybe what I think of myself, but I think more so like how I kind of view the world because I like to, I really like to like find those little nuances of life. And I mean, they're so abundant in New York City that, I mean, you almost have to have your eyes closed to, to not capture them. Yeah. Uh, also, the city itself is just amazing backdrop for any photographer. It's true. It's, yeah. There's yeah. so much nuance. There's so much mm-hmm. in terms of like historically just capturing like the differences between different class structures and everything to like capturing moments of like joy despite that and how that informs like 
uh-huh. <laughs> all the stuff that um all the stuff that we um we see on a daily basis and it's just like it's nice when you put it on like photoshop and have a little white border around it you know what i'm saying like Definitely. <laughs> it so, makes it more official it makes it seem like a step like a statement i agree um and so before before I, I I lose my initial question to circle back to you, Trent. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Before let, let's let's start yeah, with let's, your journey. Let's, with yeah, photography. Uh, let's yeah, hear that. Like, how did that start? <laughs> my journey with photography. Sorry, I, Christian. Side note, y'all. I just realized that uh, Celsius headquarters is where you're headed uh, really? next week. Yeah, <laughs> how exciting. Uh, y'all, I've been on Celsius crazy lately. I gave up coffee. Uh, I tried to do no <laughs> caffeine, had the worst headaches ever. Trade uh, one drug for another. <laughs> one drug for another, but um, Celsius is, is wonderful. Sorry, I'm a basic bitch. But um, okay, <laughs> for me, um, photography for me, you know, I never particularly uh, like pursued photography, so to speak. But um, I mean, I've been like, an, I, I was an adolescent. I began adolescence at like the dawn of the iPhone. So I always had like, you know, a whatever megapixel camera in my pocket. Um, so I would always kind of be toying around with it. Um, you know, just taking, I don't know, general photos, I guess you could say. But my main interest has really uh, always been skateboarding. And then through that, I really, uh, yeah, your skateboard I kind of videos are elite. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, I've, I've, I forget you saw those, but. Through that, um, I really like was into skateboarding videography for I would say maybe like two to three years. Um, dig hard enough on YouTube and you can find them. Where they're at now, um, I, I don't know. I honestly forgot the YouTube channel. It's probably just my name or something. Um, I, I would say my my yeah, biggest so. like accolade within, not that it really like went anywhere or whatever. Not to be reductive of myself, but um, I, I made like a five part series. Uh, called Instantaneous Millennium, which like in That's retrospect a name. is like a it crazy is. name. I mean, how many syllables is that? It's a fucking mouthful. But um, it's fire though. The the it is. I, I I kind of like thanks y'all. That that really means a lot. Um, but um, I, I kind a of mixed series too. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> and, and now that I mean, honestly, it's been a while since I've thought about it. But I guess I mixed in like uh like some lifestyle stuff alongside uh obviously skateboarding mixed in with like a little bit of or i say lifestyle stuff but it was just like a really kind of like introspective look into what my friends and i were doing um and then again all like tied together through the common thread of skateboarding um and let's see i mean we did this one where like i met these i met these kids who were like just walking across the country um so i talked to them i talked to them for a little bit um kind of got their story their spiel uh there was this one fucked up club that we used to go to in <laughs> high school <laughs> called afterlife where they would let in oh, like yeah they would i told I you that. about this they would let in like i think like the age like you had to be like 16 and up kids are doing ecstasy there kids are like Wow. You know, Holy it was shit. a it was a it was a pretty like gnarly place to be. Anyways, uh some kid passed away there. Super sad. Um, yeah. so they shut the place down. I'm I'm, I'm not laughing because the kid <laughs> passed away. I'm no. laughing because of course someone passed exactly, away. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I and mean, I mean, it was, it was mind you, these motherfuckers were like late forties, like letting in like sixteen year old kids and shit. Like yeah, uh, who crazy. does that? It's 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 a pretty atrocious thing. Yeah, when, but I, anyways, when I saw it on the documentary, mm-hmm. I just was like, well, I was gonna say to sorry to interject, but like you're like a real life documentarian. Like the way that you did it from straight start to finish, I really felt the emotion of like mm. some of the stories of the people. I was just like, wow. No matter how much time passed, like I felt like the right 
the feeling like, oh man, this is like really, really tragic. Yeah, um, it was, uh, but you know, hey, there I was, I was there. So uh, anyways, we went back, checked it out. Um, who knows where that place is at now? But uh, again, and then like, this is all somehow intertwined with skateboarding, but that, uh, to tie it all up, that was kind of, uh, or was my initial like draw to cameras. Um, primarily through skateboarding. I would say my biggest like inspirations in that endeavor were like Jason Hernandez. He was, uh, he was like the main videographer for Nike SB, incredibly talented guy. Um, I don't know. That, that was pr- pretty much him that immediately comes to <laughs> mind. That's fine. That's fine. You um, really incredible. You know, Atiba Jefferson as well, right? Um, one of skateboarding's like biggest photographers. He's like the before. skateboarding photographer. I think skateboarding an um, episode. He was incredible. That'd be great. But uh, but anyways, yeah, that was mine. And then from that, also, wait, one last note now that I think about it as I'm taking a stroll down memory lane here would be uh, my really good friend, Corey, and I, uh, we went like all across the country. Uh, We went from Dallas to Austin to California to my first time in New York City. Wow. To Colorado and then drove back to Dallas. Um, and I made like one like big like montage kind of like mini doc about it, I guess you could say, uh, called States with Friends, where we like stayed with different people. It was a really great time. Yeah, did wow. you see that one by chance? I did not oh see that. Oh my gosh. Really dope. Wow. That is probably like the the like piece of work that I'm most like proud of in my uh videography endeavor. But I'm not gonna hold you. I was thinking about this recently. Like I got such like dull reception on that. I'm not gonna lie. It kind of was like okay, like maybe videography is not hey, my thing. Hey, maybe we could pick it back up. Which you is never like, know. but like in for what it's worth too, like it's okay because like I don't think that it was truly my calling, and like I I through that it led me to like find like design, which is like absolutely incredible, and I'm very thankful for that. Um, but anyways, states with friends, so much fun. Um, actually, that one like go check it out. Like I would be down for uh <laughs> for that one to. Oh my gosh, Mr. Frosty. Mr. Frosty. <laughs> Hold up, we may have to stop recording. <laughs> Yo, yeah, let's go. Oh, somebody's going to get you in the comments for saying Mr. Frosty instead of Mr. Softy. <laughs> was it Frosty? Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, like, come rip me for that one. Yeah. I, saw, <laughs> I saw the EE at the end as it was <laughs> zooming by the window. Comments section going to be like, Softy. <laughs> I've Yo, never had comes. it. That's my you excuse. You never had it? Oh I've no. Oh, Yo, no. you come at one of us, you got to come at all of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. Um, but yeah, so that was uh, that. Was that. Um, honestly, I'm, we could throw the link in the script for that one because that yes. was a fun one. And I'm probably going to revisit it tonight because it's been so honestly, long since I've watched should. it. Yeah. I, but yeah, that was me. I, uh, fuck reception. Like, I think it was dope. That was definitely like... Thank you. Like watching... Yeah. Like, because I was there to witness all of like as he was like growing as a videographer. Yeah. And I was there to watch it all build up to that. It was like watching... Uh, all these skills that he had developed through these other videos come. It's like watching the fucking Avengers come together. Yeah, it was it's like, like <laughs> so dope. You can see where it all the fit Lucas in. Cinematic True. Universe. Yes. <laughs> Actually, yeah, the LCU. Like, for, for our listeners, the LCU on week. For our listeners at the time, like Trent and I were uh, we were working together um, in in Dallas. Um, I had gone through like a pretty gnarly breakup and I was like, you know what? You it's had, time to fucking go across quit, the country. Right? Uh, right the, I think I, you had quit, I quit either right before or after. I quit actually like right that. before, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I man. was like, Bravery. I was like, that's fucking dope. That it was fun, that. man. It was so fun. Um man, yeah, and that was like, I mean, a pretty like important cornerstone as to like even where I'm at right now in this chair. 
um, you know, within like the direction of my life and everything. But, but thank you. You know, that means a lot. And also I was too like immature at the time to understand that it's not about reception because, uh, you know, for what it's worth, I could have been three feet from gold. And like, you know, if I would have done one more video or two, yeah. three, eight more videos, then like that would have been the one that hit. And it's not even about that. And at the time I really wasn't aware of that. And I didn't know how to like angle myself within my interest. Um, but like, truth be told, I'm thankful for that now because, um, it led me to like what I'm currently on, which is like, uh, apparel design. And that's like, I don't know that I feel like that's really my true calling. I can grow old as fuck with that. So on and so forth. But this episode isn't about apparel design. It's about, uh, photography. Yeah, but, but so that, it, uh, that was that <clears throat> I was going to say to bring it around. I think it's just so interesting. The, the relationship between photography and, and videography and mm -hmm. yeah. cinematography. Cause when, while you were talking about movies, I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. I loved movies. That was one of the, uh, the, the main influences. Really? Of, okay how and and why i do something but you were going to make a point before mm -hmm. we got into your your journey into photography what was that point um no i was just going to circle back uh to you and and just kind of ask like as i asked christian um you know starting from your initial point as to where you're at now you know you got um more years under your belt like from where you started is that kid who found the you know digital point and shoot yeah as to where you are now have there been any I mean, I'm sure there's been a number of revelations along the way, but like, have there been any as more recent, whether it be like the last three years or anything that have kind of like led the direction as to where you're at now? Um, no recent revelations. I always have revelations. They're normally about myself. Um, yeah, you learn a lot. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Uh, a lot Taking of these pictures. lessons we've, I've, we've actually talked about on other shows about, you mm -hmm. know, uh, most importantly in schools, like being being by yourself and what that means and being alone and being lonely and separating the two, all of these, you know, all of these lessons that we've learned and that I've learned and talked about on prior shows, I was doing photography while I was doing that. So this mm. was coming out through all those, um, those projects that I was doing and I was, um, you know, learning how to be comfortable with myself, learning to turn the camera on myself and, and figure out yeah. how it feels to be the subject and, mm -hmm. you know, not only to be the subject, but to be my own subject and to look inward for those answers. And, you know, can I, can yeah. I ask you a deep question? Go yeah. for it. Are you still in love with photography? Ooh, no, I don't think I was ever in love with photography. Oh, Honestly, oh, like that. I'm, I, I've always been more in love with ideas than anything mm. else. Important. Like, love of ideas yeah. is pretty important. Like maybe the only thing I might have been in love with was drawing, but no, I wasn't in love. Like I, okay. <laughs> I don't know if this is like an artist thing, but I've quit <laughs> photography like so many times in my head. <laughs> I'm, I'm crying. Like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> Which but is it's important. Like, I don't even know. Eventually, I come back to it because I think there's a part of me that does love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and I love the um, the process of it. There's something to be said about being up at 2 a.m listening to music or a podcast and just editing photos yes and looking at the shit and be like yo i'm, I'm kind of the shit right now I'm yeah like, you, it's, like, it's I, definitely yo. an ego boost i'm not gonna yeah, lie like when you have a nice photo you're just like i can't even like some you ever take a photo and you're like i don't even remember taking this one like um, <laughs> yeah. i've had that recently yeah. i don't like in a series like it'll be like a series within a series so like i'll take a lot of photos but then it'll be like one that sticks out and i'm like wow what the heck mm. i didn't even yeah, remember taking I? that one um also i wanted to give a shout out to the photography book that i had hey. um just this one yes Wilhelm. you know he has to come for every episode 
<laughs> Gotta give him a space. But um, the author is Tom Ang, um, or Ong. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. But um, it's photography, history, art, and technique. And uh, yeah, th- he tells you how to frame a subject, how the history of photography, how it came from just like like you said before, like not respected as an art form to mm-hmm. the technological advances and everything. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of it comes from like photography and um, it's a product of like the modern era. And as like the modern era kind of like comes about with like t- inferences and like um, things and developments in technology and everything, it creates a lot of like a lot of the um, the things that you're see nowadays like um you were saying before like trying to be the subject and trying to put it in your, in your eyes mm-hmm. um p- trying to become the subject yourself and trying to be comfortable in yourself because to be captured by someone else is like really intimidating it's like the epitome of like it's so weird yeah. yeah it is yeah it's, so it's, weird. Weird. yeah. it's, it's like weird. okay like, normal. Hey. <laughs> like, like yeah like act normal and it's just like um photography um i was listening to um a cultural critic and and photographer. I mean, not photographer, what is but a, a writer. Cultural critic. A cultural Somebody critic. Who just critics the culture. Critiques. Yeah. So really? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that <laughs> like that's under his name and like yeah, that, that, yeah, that's culture not, that's, critic. Yeah, that's that's under her name. That's um, uh, Susan Sontag. She's a writer as well. Wow. But it's like it's like you're, you're a writer, and okay. then you also critique. Like, let's say you'll Modern. be like, yeah, it's like a sociolo- sociological thing. So yeah, you'll be like yeah. the culture okay. of America within this period of time, so and then there'll be a cultural critic, almost like a like yeah, like a sociologist as well. Yeah, like, like they're all adjacent to one another. Yeah, kind like of? The, it's okay. like a, it's like a cultural critic is like a, 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 I'm I'm a, <laughs> I'm a get flamed by the cultural critics of, of the world, but a cultural come critic. At us. Yeah, come at us. I'm ready to critique <laughs> you guys sorry, too. I'm, I'm feeling very adversarial today. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel no, it. I'll, I'll, turn it <laughs> I'll turn it down a notch. <laughs> no. Keep it up. Man. Keep, it, keep it up. But they okay, won't. Sorry. <laughs> Cultural critic. Um, but yeah, um, Susan Sontag and um, shout out Philosophize this this podcast. I love I that still one. Have to listen. Shout um, out, shout out, shout out. But yeah, um, he talks about um, how in her work she speaks upon the ethics of like an image and what it means mm-hmm. to capture a person and our relationship to images and like you can see it in the culture of like tech industry like in terms of like instagram didn't set out to be like a place where people become like insecure or whatnot mm-hmm. because of like their image and like because of the likes and everything right. but because of like the atmosphere and because of like implicit effects in the i guess the theory of a uh, law of unintended consequences and everything mm-hmm. um um yeah you end up having people having like issues with themselves because of images mm-hmm. not because of themselves just because of the images that they see so um i guess i'll offer it to you guys what what do you think the responsibility of a photographer is in the modern era with all these things that we see nowadays it's a tough question it is a tough question <laughs> because there's so there's so much you can do um also depends on your subject too i think i'm I don't like to put things on other people, so I'm just going to say I think my responsibility is to be as honest as possible as an mm. artist, not yeah. just a photographer, yeah. but just to be as, as honest as possible. I saw that. That's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sure. You know, and what that moment reveals is what that moment reveals, you know, and if it brings up a conversation of what it means to, you know, as as far as like body image or you know, looking at looking at a person who's who who may feel a certain way about it, then you know that's part of the conversation. But I think it's just my my responsibility to just be honest about it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't mind answering for my actions. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And I think that, I mean, I think that there's like a, a reasonable kind of unspoken line between like what is like, you know, reasonable and what is not. Um, but I mean, I, I, I'm always kind of thinking in terms of like, you know, imagine if, uh, you know, Jacob Reese, for example, like yeah. one could argue perhaps his f- photographs aren't like the most ethical or something The uh, New York photographer who took a ton of photographs in the New York City tenements in like the late 1800s. But I think that that is incredibly, incredibly important to have for, for means yeah. of like society. For documentarian um, purposes. Absolutely. And like while it could be frowned upon as like, man, like, you know, you're you're really like kind of, uh, you know, capturing these people forever in time and like, you know, some really bad conditions or something. But I think that I think that it's important to. Yeah. Just so we can move forward. We all have we also have to look backwards. Um, and I, I guess I'm, I'm more so thinking in, in terms of like documenting like everyday life that might not always be pretty. But I yeah. think that it's just important it for the yeah I, I mean as Trent said yeah like uh, honesty with it and I think that I just think that it's important um you know like a hundred years from now to people for people to be able to look back on what the year 2023 was like and as far as I'm concerned I would want to make sure that I captured everything that I possibly could in order to convey that image as as accurately as I could yeah because that's what I would want yeah I front maybe from that's me. selfish no 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 that's fair <laughs> um I feel like um, it's a it's a difficult thing. Depends on what I'm doing. Um, if even now I don't even like monetize my photos yet. Like I haven't really monetized mm-hmm. them. I've been kind of hesitant because I always like think about this stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, in terms of just capturing someone's like uh, depends on what you're doing. Also, you have like yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Sometimes, like That's you have, too. you have war zone photographers and everything, and like their duty is. Um, have you ever seen Full Metal Jacket? Dude, I met, um, I met a, like a guy who was like photographing on the front lines of Ukraine yeah. at, at our job. Wow, Crazy. really? Yeah, yeah. I could, I could imagine. Like that stuff is, it's necessary, but also our relationship with images in the modern era kind of mm-hmm. cuts us at a distance because Huge, it seems, yeah. it seems like. You see the the images, but the the value of an image kind of decreases, or like mm-hmm. the impact of an image kind of like goes down yeah. as you see more and more. Absolutely, and like you become invested, but like conceptually not yeah, seeing the person. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's like a, a issue that I see with um, photography generally. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you could capture like the most beautiful moment with like a child being born, even if it's not technically great. Or like, mm-hmm. oh wow, I just saw like this baby. Like, like, oh, oh my gosh. And then you throw in the group chat and it's like, oh my gosh, we have a new baby cousin. Like, yeah, like, right. <laughs> like it's the it's the little things. Mm-hmm. So um it comes in multiple multitudes. I think it's the spectrum. Um absolutely. But for me, um every photo has like an agenda, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um what you decide to put in the frame is up to the photographer. Mm-hmm. And I feel mm-hmm. like um what you include in that frame, that little like three by four, if you're shooting by three by four, shout out, th- <laughs> shout out to three by fours, three by four heads out here. Yeah, um, whatever you're shooting on, whatever aspect ratio, um, whatever you stick in that frame, it, it has to come from the heart and has to be something that you can say like is for me human, like for mm-hmm. me just mm-hmm. an essence of the person or the self, mm-hmm. and something that feels like 
unique and feels honest and feels like you know just not trying to be exploitative just trying to represent like especially mm-hmm. like let's say for instance when someone's like contracted to go take photos of like the dust bowl um or something like in the 30s and they had like people going around and you have that famous photo of like the woman looking over forgot the name of it um i know what you're talking yeah, about yeah but to think of a photographer yeah the tip of my tongue yeah it, it was during uh great depression era but yeah, like yeah, certain images was, like which one would describe the photo um, I'm gonna pull it up. Um, but it's um, it's a woman and she's holding her child oh, in the, right. in the dust like, bowl. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like that type of um, that type of image provokes like the sentiment, like I need to help someone. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I feel like people just want to help people when it comes to like those traumatic uh photographies or like those mm-hmm. kind of cold and distant ones. Sometimes it could just be like, wow. This is like the most amazing fashion piece. This is so interesting. This is mm-hmm. very creative because it is an art form too, and it's just like you know, art comes in multiple multiple um, modes. It comes in melancholic modes. It comes in like the happiest modes. It comes into um, it comes into like a lot of different forms. And um, I just feel like the photographer's responsibility is just be honest and just have the heart and soul in it. Mm. And it usually translates. Yeah, by it, Dorothea Lang. Yeah, uh, Dorothea. I believe it was called uh, "Migrant Mother." Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, <clears throat> but no, I was gonna say um, that's a great word, uh, exploitive. I think photography in na- nature is yeah, very. exploitive. Like no matter what you do, you're taking an image and using it for a specific purpose. Um, and a couple things come to mind. I cannot, for the life of me, life of me remember this photographer but um there was a situation where i think it was like a burning built a burning building and it was multi-story wow and eventually what's up i said there's multiple instances of that it's really bad like triangle waste triangle uh waste factory Mm -hmm. yeah that one they took pictures of people like trying to exit the building too yeah no and eventually there was um there was this woman that just jumped yeah, and the photographer was take clicking Where as was she at? was falling. I don't remember. I it's one of the images that I I learned about in school way back when. Mm. Uh, and yeah, and he said when she hit the ground, he couldn't like once she was getting closer, he couldn't keep doing. Yeah, it. you Oof. know, he had to pull away. You know, and that, that that's one of the crazy wow. things. That's why I've never been put in like a situation like that. But I always sort of question myself on the especially when it comes to street photography like that's, that's yeah street photography is probably like the most like one you have to worry about the most What's to that? to build off of that yeah i mean i think that yeah it's like i mean in that split second decision it's like do i keep like you know pulling the trigger on this or like do i stop for you know i mean a number of different reasons but immediately what comes to mind is that is is two two instances in which um, I guess they were dealt with in in I different different ways. Um, but the first one is uh, um, is the photographer Richard Drew, uh, who actually took a photo of uh, the I'll, I'll go as far as to say the notorious photograph of the falling man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On nine eleven, um, which is the the man who has never been clearly identified, falling uh, upside down, hands behind uh, his back with like one knee bent, um, you know, and and it's just like him singularly in the middle of the photograph, uh, with the twin towers, uh, directly behind him. Um, you know, needless to say, fell to his death. Um, and he was, uh, I mean, he was almost like just indifferent on, on taking the photo. And another part, um, about, about him is he was actually at, uh, 
He was at the, I believe it was the it was like a Beverly. Show or some shit like that. Uh, well, prior to that, he was at Bryant Park taking uh, wedding photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even more interesting uh, than that is in 1967, he was at what I believe was like the Los Angeles Hotel or Beverly Hotel when Robert F. Kennedy was assassinated. And he actually was oh, in yeah, the back room when he yeah. was shot, too. And he did an interview where he said that Ethel Kennedy, his wife, was like, stop taking photos. I mean, her fucking husband, who just won the Democratic National, uh, you know, electoral for running for president, whatever, just got shot. And, you know, Ethel Kennedy was like screaming at him like, yo, quit taking photos. And he said, like, his his view on it was like, look, I'm a photographer. This is what I do. It's nothing personal. Sorry. Like, and he kept Mm -hmm. taking photos. Yeah. Which is like, you know, my my girlfriend, she's also a photographer and. I, I inquired on her behalf what she thought of that, and she's like, personally, I think it's fucked up. But, um, but you know, then I mean, we wouldn't have that historical imagery, you know. And it's like, yeah. well, shit, mm-hmm. do you do you do it or do you not? And I mean, yeah, this yeah, guy was pow- this is a powerful image. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, have you seen that before? I have not. It yeah, is, the Falling power- Man by Richard Drew. Really good for documentary on it. Yeah. And yeah. it's crazy because he took a bunch of photos, but that was just the one that they chose. Because a lot of people yeah. look at that it, and it's like him accepting his death, but really it was just a was, moment that yeah. they caught. And to that point, he said that he didn't. What you were saying, Christian, is he he said he didn't know that he caught that. It wasn't until he got back yeah. late yeah. that night of September 11, 2001, that he saw that image. Uh, and the second one uh, was uh, the photograph of the most beautiful suicide. Uh, where the girl, I believe in the 30s, she jumped off of the Empire State Building Observatory, mm. crashed wow. on top of a Secret Service car, I believe, and she's like completely intact, uh, but she crushed the entire hood of the car. Wow. Um, and there was actually a suicide note where she said, please just like have nobody see me. Um, yeah. And needless to say, I mean, this is a, one of New York City's perhaps most like famous photographs. Wow. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. The and it legacy. was a photography student who ran across the street and snapped the photo. Wow. Yeah. Which yeah. is oh, wow. I just pulled it up. That's yeah, crazy. the most beautiful suicide. And she didn't want to be seen. Yeah. yeah. And whenever they picked her up, she was like jello. I mean, completely like fell apart, which is rather yeah. grim. But but again, it's like, man, like we would only have like a passing story of that if we yeah. didn't have the imagery yeah. of it. So it's like But I mean, do we need that kind of imagery do we need know. those types of images in the world because i mean what does that really yeah. do in the long run i mean the 9 11 so, i think ugh, probably you know seeing that probably just just drummed up the country more to to get behind you know um invading iraq and all these sorts of things even though it's true it was not Iraq, but yeah. even though that was an incredibly of, sex, a lot of these wow. incredibly successful invasion yeah. and a completely yeah. successful uh, departure. Wow, I'm not. Nah, even yeah, this is like a beautiful image too. That's the crazy. Have you thing. seen that before, Christian? I've never seen these. Really, Me either. I've never heard that story. Really, wow. but this yeah. is such a sad image. Yeah, it is. It, man. it captures she's, like the human like struggle too. It really does, man. Yeah. So yeah, she's clenching like her chest. Uh, I believe it was over a uh, like a, a heartbroken lover, and she jumped off oh, the Empire man. State Building. Yeah makes me sad yeah. so but no but do quite that like no really i'm really asking that do you do you guys think we need that like those kinds of images i think i think so mm. i yeah. think so i think that it's important for humankind to be able to look back on where we came from and kind of like where we're going in moments of the past and like that does go as far as to say if like you know god forbid if i was in a horrible situation and like somebody snapped a pic 
I hope that doesn't happen. But yeah. like, I'll yeah. be like, man, that's like the way of human nature. And like, I think that, you know, by whatever context something was to occur, if it was worth capturing, if I, you know, like, but again, like these are two pretty like historical extremes. instances. Yeah. Two extremes. But if it's like, but you I mean, know, you never know yeah. when you're going to be part of history. Every exactly. Day. Yeah. yeah. Every, Every day. But is history, I, yeah. I would, I would say, I would say so. And I think that like, that means that I'm also subjected to that type of like, uh, voyeurism or like intrusion of privacy or what, what have you. But like, you know, don't go snapping naked photos of somebody in their window or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, but yeah, I mean, I think you put it beautifully. Like you never know when you're going to be a part of history and you don't know yeah. where you're going to be subjected to that. So it's, I think yeah. so, Christian. Um, I disagree slightly. I feel like within moderation. Okay. Mm. Um, some moments are okay to be lost in history. I feel like, mm. um, because I, like even when I have my camera, sometimes I don't put it on or I purposely don't take pictures of something. I'm like, this is, um, and I do that too for sure. Because I yeah, feel like there's everything. a there's a right there's something about um they talk about it in terms of like digital accounts when somebody passes away mm-hmm. like who takes over it and everything like it's an ethical question like did the, the should the account be up should all the photos be deleted should like the person so have it's you just seen like the remembering no I have not really have you seen that on Instagram no it, it'll be no. like remembering like oh. on, on somebody like who's passed away yeah. Um, yeah, which is like a really interesting feature. Yeah, because yeah, people thing. people yeah. pass away, so it's, it's yeah. a, it, that's another ethical question. I want to tackle that one time, but um, the reason why I bring it up is because um, there they talk about the right to be forgotten, and um, hmm. you know, all, in this period of history, um, it's really the only time really where every human being almost has the ability to document themselves and document their own personal history. Yeah. Um. And for good or bad reasons, somebody else could later on pick that up and find it and use it mm-hmm. forever and means without their permission. So some people are arguing for like the right to be forgotten to history. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's a I think it's a valuable, um, it's a valuable thing. It depends on the nature of the person. Like yeah. if a person is a famous person, they're not gonna be forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the nature of like celebrity yeah, and, and fame and fame yeah. and, and mm-hmm. just like certain industries like music, uh, certain, like just certain popularity mm-hmm. just comes with that. And there's a lot of ethics that come with that as well. But, um, but yeah, um, I feel like it's within moderation. I feel like, because also it's, um, it's just an aspect of surveillance too. Mm-hmm. And like surveillance and camera photography is like, it's a part of like this, technology like having videography like cctv was a big thing also you have like people monitoring people from like satellite images or something Mm -hmm. like whether it be like in more environments and it's just like um even in like the rumor recording and there's a camera right there um that's a guy anyway (laughs) they're recording us recording (laughs) they're recording us record record section um but um yeah um i feel like um these uh these times is very difficult to be a photographer, but it's very important to just have these questions in mind. If mm-hmm. a photographer simply just thinks about these things, it improves them as a as a photographer, I feel like. Because then mm-hmm. you select your images very precisely and it, it fine tunes like what um what you're looking to do and uh what you're willing to capture and how you go about things. And I always try to say like when you move with like ethics and everything, just moving like you just feel better 
mm-hmm. and it, and it attracts better for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. What what are your what are your thoughts on this? Um I had a point and then I was and then I started looking at this photo again. It's it's really Wow, really? Grabbing me. Yeah. It's really yeah, metal. It's, but no, um, but it's the feeling too. It's heavy. It yeah, is, uh, it is. Um, you know, no, especially knowing the story, because like it, it, immediately when you see images, like your brain starts concocting its own story. Yeah. So regardless of knowing the backstory, I think it would have hit hard as well. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, 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 there is something to be said about the right to be forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure where I stand on it. I guess I'm a little bit of both because I get the importance of 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 capturing things, but I also know that there's value, and like you like when you were talking yeah. about you know not actually taking pictures, there's value in just being in the moment and letting that moment be, mm. you know. Um, and so I'm not sure where I stand on it. I, it's yeah, I feel I, like it's a balance because you kind of fluctuate depending on the situation. Absolutely. I mean, I do try to be conscious of those those kind of things, like when I'm when I'm out shooting. Like, mm-hmm. does this person would this person want to be on camera? You know, with this um, for whatever purpose I'm going to use it for, would they be accepting of that? Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 always those questions that travel with me. That's why when I do street photography, sometimes I just like take pictures of buildings and spaces that speak to yeah. me. The building's like, I don't want to. <laughs> the building does not <laughs> You are violate my rights. <laughs> so to to kind of reel it back in here to, um, you know, I guess more concrete photography. Um, if I may ask, who are uh, who are some of y'all's like real, real notable inspirations? A few have, have just come to mind as I was kind of pondering it over it myself. Oh, so I have so many. I I just look at <laughs> pictures all the time now. <laughs> it's beca- it's really become my life. I'm not gonna lie. Like aside from music, like I look at music and listen to it. But I've been really in my photography bag, like just loving it. Like um, trying to send me a video about um, shout out Nerdwriter. Uh, amazing out Nerd amazing essayist. Oh, he's gonna take mine. That's yeah, like, that's like my number one. Oh, I'm not gonna take. I'm not. I'm not gonna take him. I'll take somebody else. I'll take. No, 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 do it. No, no, because you're gonna talk about him anyway. Is he a photographer? Yeah, he's a photographer. No, no, no. Talk about him, and I'll, I'll, I'll chime in when necessary. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll talk about somebody else. I got you. I have this gentleman. I shouted him out before. Um, his name is Richard Moss. Um, he shot like a lot of these beautiful, iconic images on infrared Kodak film. Oh, I remember him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was talking about this for like weeks, for weeks. Um, but yeah, it's very beautiful. Also, um, I believe ASAP Rocky and a couple of other artists that I'm uh, not too familiar with, but they also just, um, they also just uh, use a lot of like the, the color grading and everything to make the the pinkish backgrounds and everything for the green. But um, I feel like um, his portrayal of this event. So he's talking about like the impossible image, um, and this is a, a good example of um, what I feel is like a pretty ethical way of, of taking photography. So mm-hmm. the subjects know that they're being photog- photographed and that's why they get like all these funny and unique poses. If you look at the impossible image, like this gentleman knows he's being photo- photographed, but it yeah. gives you it gives you some in- insight into mm-hmm. what the projected image of a person is in a war zone, especially yeah. when a lot of these people are not that much old like around my age and everything so and a lot of these are in context with the democratic republic of Con- congo and like um 
um, or from what I so remember. You, yeah, I was going to say in a brief synopsis, what what is uh, so Richard Moss? Uh, he's in the the Congo, you said, and he's yeah, photographing so he, war. He goes. He's a he's a he's photographing uh, uh, like a local war that's been mm-hmm. going on for a while, like for a long, long time. And um, yeah, I want to do an episode on on Africa and what Ooh. it means to like in our relationship to media. Africa. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he went over and wanted to take this film and wanted to capture what it means to be like an unspoken, to have like this unspoken, like real life event, um, and try to shed light to it. So uh, photography, um, kind of like uplifting awareness Mm. while also creating some like stunning and unique images. Where is he from? Um, I think he's from, he's Irish. He's an Irish uh, photographer. I see. But like some of his images are just so beautiful. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, wow. So there's like nature kind of uh, shots, I guess you could say, intertwined into his yeah, portfolio. So, yeah. So this is like oh my one gosh. of my, right? So it's like, this is like the image of like a skull and then it's lying like the, some brush. yeah, lying in some brush, but it's like, um, it's like a red uh, hue because um, infrared uh, Kodak only picked up. It was originally like um, a military type of thing to kind of see like mm-hmm. moving objects. So he used something that was like a military technology, mm-hmm. kind of like with what f- the origins of photography getting so good was like military photography, whatnot, yeah. or the origins of the internet. Yeah, or the origins. Of, a lot of a lot of technology is for military use. Mm-hmm. So to use that to raise awareness on an unspoken war, I felt like was a very noble pursuit. Mm-hmm. Um, may have been exploitative to an extent, but like we said before. I mean, if they consent, right? Yeah, I mean, they were consenting for most of the parties, and it's like a documentary. So um, I feel like this is a good example of a good documentarian while also creating some, like, beautiful and stunning art and images that inspires people and Mm -hmm. makes people, like, um, truly, like, think about the ethics of what it means and what... And uh, and this is also questioning, like, masculinity in Warzone and, like, how it tends to... um, delusion a lot of people and or like it becomes like a an absorbed type of um role that comes from having to kind of put up this facade in order to be imposing to like your first seen enemy or something like that mm. but um yeah richard moss yeah All richard right. moss very nice um trent let's um, hear it first one winding that comes up to, over here okay so so i i actually just found out this photographer's name uh, last night, because I was Whoa. I was thinking I was trying Fresh to remember off. like the um the photographers that inspired me Michael Michael Parks came to mind but he's not a photographer he was a painting oh and I because when I first started off especially when it comes to like art and sketching I was really into surrealism um and surrealism I love surrealism wait I'm sorry you said his name no no I did not say his name I was talking about how into surrealism I was um. And yeah, but that's not that's not who I was gonna say. But I was gonna mention him. Um, his name was James Olsman, and I didn't was. know his name. So for he's longest. passed by now. Um, I believe so. Okay. Um, but initially, when I was when I started off as photography, I wanted to basically do what I was doing with drawing. I wanted to sort of transfer these sort of surreal ideas onto that, and I made some attempts, but. Uh, essentially, I still don't follow that, but some parts of me still do, and I, I've got some plans. On hey, that. And what, I really wait, what was this gentleman's stuff. name again? Uh, James Olsman. How do you spell that? Um, U E L 
U E L S M A N N, I believe. Man, I spelled that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> got uh, you. Okay. I just put him in the tab, and now the tab is gone. No. But oh, he's got whoa. these this really crazy. This is so crazy, you. I see this. Yeah, he's got these really crazy. Um, Wait, is it Jerry? Is it Jerry? Jerry Yulesman? Are you sure? I yeah, think is that's Jerry? Jerry? Did I just realist, fuck right? his name up. Is it Jerry? Diz. Yo, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Jerry. At least I got the Jerry. last name. Wow, these are <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, you got the difficult part but, right. Um, yeah, this these wow, these are beautiful. Remember, oh my gosh. I just oh wow, he night. just passed away. But, yeah. Um, but no, when I first started out, I was uh, wow, this is always so searching for wow. surreal images, and his would come up, this and I would just so save them. Really, like he's got like, and I he, love surrealist imagery. This was like. Um, I think he, when he started it was actually Photoshop's been around for a while. I think it yeah. came out in the seventies, maybe. But anyway, um, yeah, like proto yeah, area of it. He's got these really, really, as you can see, crazy images that wow. are just like wow. breathtaking. There seems to be like a, so a like a like a yeah like a Photoshop element where he's like overlaying images. So would he take everything and compile them, or is it all originally all original work by him? Uh, wow. I don't know. Like I said, okay. I just found out who he was. Oh, I would wow. just, my relationship to to most artists is like I don't look at the a lot of times I don't I don't delve too deep in the process. I just go with like what moves me about oh. the image. Mm. But that's an interesting question. Now I am gonna look that up. These mm. are so beautiful. Like, oh my gosh. Right? I'm just these are making me almost tear up because they're so this is just a, such a powerful image. I don't know. Whoa! Like it's so. Yeah, it's, I wonder if the if it like wow. if he got images elsewhere or what his mm. process was. That's really interesting. I just love surrealism as a movement. I actually have a friend who um, used to work with us. We can say his name. I'm on him on the podcast. I'm a pressure him. Uh, is it Yvonne? Uh, he Yvonne. Yvonne. Oh, Yvonne. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, Tex, he's Tex, a Tex. he's a he's a fellow Texan. Yes, he's a fellow Texan. He's a local painter. Shout out to um, Texas. Um, yeah, he kind of stepped away from painting for a little bit to you know make some more moolah. But at the same time, he incorporates a lot of um, a lot of like Mexican art iconography and imagery. And he himself is a very surrealistic uh, artist, in my opinion. So I always mm. call him. I'm like, that's my that's my surrealist artist friend. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I was also inspired by like Salvador Dali and things like that. That's so dope. Let's see. I'm from to what? Yeah. Like purely a uh, surrealist? Yes, from purely a yeah, surrealist um, point of view. But back to photographers, uh, as he was yeah. going to mention, Gordon mm -hmm. Parks, the yes. I love Gordon the, Parks. the the black photographer. <laughs> Composer, film director, uh, author, Renaissance said, man. Yes, Renaissance man. So many hats under his belt, and I think that in itself is inspiring. Is he still around? Uh, no, he died no, he back in two thousand six, unfortunately. But his images, um, he he does photojournalism, but his portraits say so much. Yeah, shout out American Gothic. Like, yeah, American Gothic. American. It's like um, he was around during the Civil Rights Movement, and so a lot of his um. A lot of his images tend tend to reflect what was going on then. The the pogre, the poverty, the segregation, all these other things. Where was he based out of? Um he he was born in one of the K's. Was it Kentucky or Kansas? Something like that. But he, yeah. he came to New York. One of the Midwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking he, of he, images. Eventually he came to New York. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what? So he was probably active from say like the twenties, thirties. Oh my gosh! Yeah, wow. I've got that. That's uh, I you know what's so beautiful about that too is I have like this just kind of came to me is that like 
I feel like when photography was very new, you caught people in such a natural element because they weren't yeah. aware of like the byproduct of like what taking a photo was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, that was a child, so children are just naturally like yeah, they, you know perfect, whatever. But like great, you know. But um, yeah, yeah I feel like. <clears throat> but even with any adults or anything, I just feel like, uh, yeah, like the, it's just so true and exactly what that moment was like. Mm. Um, but, uh, but okay. So yeah, I'm sorry. You said he was probably active from what, like the twenties to like the eighties. Uh, primarily is the forties to 40s, the, okay. around the seventies. Yeah. Wow. Man, what a, what a time to be documenting. So was, was he more of like a rolling stone? Like he was all around like documenting kind of the climate of the nation or what? Uh, He's yeah. done so much. I mean, it, there there was I can't remember what the um, the uh, I want to link the nerd writer video honestly. Did yeah. and did oh sorry continue. Uh no 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 oh, fuck what was I thinking? <laughs> there was there was a bunch of thoughts happening at once. Uh, you said something and he said something, but no 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 I was gonna reference um, what was your question? Wait, you asked the question. Uh no yeah I was just curious like if he was like a Rolling Stone like if he was all around the nation documenting to and from. Um, I know he was based mostly in New York, but I know okay. he traveled some. Um, yeah, he. I remember I, he. Uh, sorry to interject. He uh, was contracted to do some government uh, program to take photography too. That's how oh, he got. Wow. That's how you end up with American Gothic. That's what I remember from the from the video. Wow. Did mm-hmm. he have any like? Real like one like one iconic photograph or something. He's or got a lot of so many or like he, one that like everybody did, would know. I mean, so the many. one with oh my god, Ali. I think damn, this that's one, him. Yeah, this he one looks would stand sick. out as well. Oh whoa, wait, is it, that him? No, 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 that's not him. That that's was uh, him. that was a piece he did oh, yeah, on um, I believe it was uh, about people living in the the sewers, like they what? were homeless and yeah, yeah. I mean, crazy. given they're still around today, yeah. Yeah, the, he's uh, he's has wait, so many was the Oh, this is probably his most famous American one. That's Gothic. American Gothic. Oh wow! So what? Uh, any quick backstory on that one? Um, uh, from what I remember, um, the woman depicted in the photo, um, God bless her, I forgot her name, um, but she was just um she was just doing janitorial uh, duties, and like I said, he was contracted by, um, the government for um a program, um, to take photos. Um, and he just saw like he was just saw it and he was just like, yeah, you, um, he went, he showed this photo to his editor or something and his editor was like, you get the point, but this is kind of a statement against America. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say this is the one that kicked it off. Right. He just kind of yeah. saw her and he just took the photo. Scroll, uh, like, scroll down again or like exit out of that one. Um, there was an image. Yeah. That, that one, like right one? to the right. This that's one? him. Yeah. yeah that's, that's him. Oh that's him. That's what an incredible, era, right? what an incredible, what a photograph. beautiful shout out Gordon Parks. Also, I Seriously, wanted to yeah, say, his work um, looks incredible. what's it called? His work. If you want to see just, um, how somebody mm. takes somebody's images and then puts oh, them to, so uh, modern era. says, wow, that's a, wow, that's such an yeah. iconic Muhammad, Muhammad Ali, Ali photo. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, if you want to see an example of Gordon Parks, um, and how his images kind of get um, paid homage to, um, whether it be in um, Kendrick Lamar's Element video. So if you look at Elements, if you want to look at all the stuff like this, a lot of these shots were um, were um, homages to Gordon Parks' work. Mm-hmm. So the um, kid holding the gun, uh, the people uh, punching in the in the room, um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. Um, I implore everyone to kind of explore that if you um, are interested. But yeah, just an amazing work. Um, yeah, Gordon about, Parks. Yeah, shout out Gordon Parks. Shout out to Gordon Parks. Huh? He gets in the class. 
I was gonna say, who's your who's your inspiration? Got to give my man his time. I know we got to give Will his space. <laughs> they will, huh? Uh, my inspiration, too. you know, I think that um, I don't know. I think most of uh, I'm I'm pretty sporadic in my nature. Like, I mean, y'all know I do like real deep dives on people, and then I'm kind of like onto the next. Yeah. But um, and that's not to say that I like forget them or I, I you know I like set them to the side like I don't care. But I'm always like running around on like you know wherever the inspiration is next. But um, immediately, I mean. Uh, Dennis Stock, he comes to mind. Incredible photographer. Uh, he was a, uh, he was of, uh, I believe he was originally hired by Life Magazine. Um, you know, of course, he had an incredible body of work with James Dean. Um, he shot the iconic photo of him in Times Square, but he was also like on movie sets back in the day, uh, in like the fifties to the sixties. Um, had a handful of like really, I mean, just his portfolio was incredible through and through. Um, <clears throat> so he's really great. Um, oh, he photographed Miles Davis. Oh yeah. Okay. Huge. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. He was really an incredible photographer. Um, he's great. Um, fast. I mean, Jacob Reese, I think he's really, Jacob Reese is a good really, answer. um, incredible body of work. I really know next to nothing about him, but really just like everything that he captured again, I think is so important. I'm a huge, huge nerd, uh, for just New York city history EP mm -hmm. coming soon. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's just like, you know, an, an incredible thing to capture. Very important. Um, and then fast forward to today. I mean, I think that, uh, I mean, Atiba Jefferson is incredible. I think he's a really great photographer. Uh, one of, or probably, I mean, hands down, skateboarding's most prominent um, photographer. And then lastly, there's a good homie, Patrick Woodling, incredibly talented uh, photographer. Um, he's uh, based here in New York City. He's, he's incredible. But um, but yeah, needless to say, inspiration is everywhere. Um, yeah, find it uh, when you open your eyes. It's it's really everywhere. Yeah, honestly. Um, I guess as we're trying to draw this episode to a close, I uh, guess before so. we go, I want to shout out a female photographer. Oh uh, yes, uh, she's a Japanese photographer by the name of Miwa Yanagi. Let me pull up some of her oh, work, please. Um, mm. But she did a lot of. I believe she's still alive and kicking as well. But she did a lot. Of, she does a lot of work on um, uh, feminism and gender roles and, and things like I love that. that. Let stuff. me see if that's up. Yeah, but People she's got some I. really dope, um, surreal photos. Uh, she did. Um, she did the one called this one called Fairy Tales, very colorful wow. images. I think I believe she did some black and white stuff too. But black and white is was, such a beautiful times meeting. Wow, you know, a lot of that was uh, questioning gender roles in society. That's Miwa Yanagi, M I W A like painting, Y A N A G. It does like her work. Ninety eight, huh? Crazy, yeah. Uh, wow. da, 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 that's also shout out to uh, women photographers uh, or women identifying photographers. They yes. They don't get the credit they deserve all the time. Awesome. Wow. It looks like a nightmare. Like she, yeah, she does some crazy wow. work, and I love it. And it, and it, it inspired me in college as well. I wanted to say that. Nagi, right? I mean, there, there's wow. like a, a bunch of stuff I didn't mention, but... This is yeah. so surreal. We're hitting time. Yeah. there's. Um, I feel like we're going to have to... We're going to revisit this topic a lot of times because obviously we're, we're all inclined to take photos and photography we have photos of our own as a as a podcast so oh, yes we do lovely um, but yeah y'all i guess we can uh wrap it up at that point any listeners again still listening thanks y'all please hey. drop your uh your favorite photographers and 
whatever uh you know yeah, please, capacity please you're listening them. would love to hear them put us on again inspiration yeah everywhere. absolutely i'm always looking for stuff yeah uh, um this mr sage any closing thoughts yeah who who um shout outs and thank yous shout outs and thank yeah, you shout outs and thank yous um Thank you to the person who rented a car from Avis and Budget and Woo! left that. <laughs> left we know that you're listening. <laughs> know you're I put listening it to get there. used, and now it's it's it, the camera belongs to the next generation. Yes. Uh, uh, go for me, um, shout out to the first person that took that photo. You know, <laughs> that, that's descriptive. Um, you know, like <laughs> like the very first photograph, isn't it like out of like a French window or something? Anyways, whoever that was, shout out to them. Oh, I, oh. I fucking forgot his name. I, I'd shout out to them. The name shout anyway. out to them, Mr. We Sage. Need, we need an editor for that, <laughs> just to, just to throw we him do. on the screen. Um, big shout out to um, my friend Amir. Um, he had his grandfather. Um, he had his grandfather's old film cameras, and he recently let me use them. Nice. And he said he did the similar thing to um, to my friend Jules. Um, he was just like, um, you know. You you have a you have something for this, so I'd rather it be used than not be used. So shout out to them. Beautiful. Shout out to anyone that um gives the opportunity to someone that they feel like they have like uh they have some talent to. Doesn't matter what medium. Just uh just allowing someone to uh have that uh that avenue, that creative outsort outlet, especially like in times like these. Um it, it it leads you to a lot of places and gives you a lot. So shout out to them. And shout out to everyone in front of the lens and behind the lens. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, y'all. Uh, thank Thanks you, folks. You You've been a wonderful, invisible audience. Peace.